Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you're all spending it well. Um, for me, it is currently the evening of November 27th, 2019. Uh, tomorrow, I will be celebrating Thanksgiving with my family, but tonight, I am doing my own celebration of talking into a microphone in my empty apartment, drinking a perpetual IPA that my father gave me. Um, I don't know if you can tell from my slightly sexier, sultry voice uh, today that I have a pretty bad cold, Um, so I'm going to be editing around all the coughs in this podcast. I'll try to take out as many as possible, but I might just leave a couple in for dramatic effect. Um, (coughs) Like that one. Anyway, I'm here tonight uh, just to do a little mini-sode and talk to you guys about not just... Um, the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time, but really like the only one, I mean, off the top of my head, like there's, there's, you know, there's the Charlie Brown and there's like, I think, uh, that, that Holly Hunter movie, but, uh, Planes, Trains and Automobiles is without a doubt the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. Um, and, uh, I mean, we watch it every year in my family. Um, I just finished watching it again. And uh, it's a movie that never gets old, and it's uh, it's an all-time classic. It's legitimately one of the funniest movies ever made, and I think more people should really look back on and study this movie and figure out what makes it great, um, especially, like, when, you know, the most, like, one of the most, like, common middle America movie formulas is a comedy about two people that get stuck together and have to tolerate each other. Usually one's a little wackier than the other. You know, usually they're very uh, distinct looking. They don't look like each other. It could be racial. It's like a white guy and a black guy, black guy and an Asian guy. And oftentimes it's just a uh, fat guy, skinny guy. And uh, that's just like a funny image to look at altogether. It's like, yeah, they make like the number 10 next to each other. Um, but there's a lot more to it than that. Um, Plain Streets and Automobiles uh, stars... Steve Martin and John Candy, two of the greatest comedic actors of their generation, maybe of any generation in America. Um, Steve Martin's a legend, obviously. You know, he's had some stinkers to his name. He doesn't really act in movies anymore. He's mostly uh, just focuses on his live shows with Martin Short now, and that's, you know, that's cool. It's good for him. He has a lot of great films uh, to his name at this point. Um, (coughs) I don't blame him. But, um, Steve Martin's an incredibly funny person, and they paired him with John Candy in this movie, who is a wonderful, wonderful human being, and, um, was a really gifted comedian, uh, started off on SCTV, if anybody remembers that, or watched that, it was the birth of the, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, um, with, a. Uh, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. A lot of great comedians started off there, and John Candy was one of them. This wasn't the first movie I ever saw with him. Um, I grew up watching Spaceballs many times, so I knew him as Barf from that movie for a long time. And John Candy, I mean, anybody, most people who die are gone too soon, but John Candy was really gone too soon. Um, He's just outrageously funny in every movie I've ever seen him in. And... um, he and Steve Martin were this really inspired uh, pair of guys, uh, just to like um, 
the idea is wonderful, and, and the script is great too. It's it's written by John Hughes, um, and this is personally my favorite John Hughes movie. I know that's uh, it's, it's it's sacrilege to not name one of the the Brat Pack movies. <laughs> I mean, you know, I love. Don't get me wrong. I you know I love the Breakfast Club and and you know I like I'm into I'm into Sixteen Candles and uh, Weird Science and Ferris Bueller and all that stuff. But um, I think Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is just easily the one that I, I go back to the most often. Um, I think it's it's the one that's continued to resonate with me the most. I still think it's his funniest movie. Um, and uh, not often talked about when people talk about John Hughes films. He, he wrote it and he directed it. Um, famously wrote it in like under a week. Um, and it's tight. It's a like a tight 90 minutes. Um, no time is wasted in this movie. Um, and, and the movie makes a lot of interesting choices where you have these two guys who are forced to travel each other Steve, with each other. Steve Martin is trying to get home to, to his family for Thanksgiving. Trying to get from New York to Chicago. It's a John Hughes movie, so obviously part of it takes place in Chicago. And um, out of a series of circumstances, he ends up having to travel with John Candy. And they get into a bunch of situations. um, And as you can probably guess from the title, end up having to take multiple modes of transportation. And Steve Martin is, you know, the the quote-unquote straight man of this movie, right? He's the one who's getting very annoyed with John Candy because John Candy's a really talkative guy. He's really, you know, he's a bit eccentric. Uh, He's a shower ring salesman, a shower curtain ring salesman, and... um, and he, you know, he's very, he's, he's sort of a blabbermouth and he takes off his socks on the airplane and all kinds of stuff that really gets under Steve Martin's skin. And, you know, it's a very simple pairing of people. And Steve Martin does stuff in this movie where I, as a quote unquote straight man, I think he's one of the best ever put to screen legitimately. Cause I, I think a lot of comedic actors, don't get excited at the prospect of being the straight man in a movie because it seems like the more boring job. It seems like you're giving the job of being funny to the the funnier guy, the the, the looser, wilder character. Um, but I think that's not true at all. I think a lot of the laughs in this movie come from Steve Martin's reactions. You know, there's so many great little moments, um, like when they think... Uh, when they find out they get they got robbed in the night, and John Candy's like, "We got robbed," and Steve Martin's like, "You think so?" There's uh, one moment that makes me laugh harder than maybe 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 any gag ever put in any movie. I know that sounds like <laughs> like an exaggeration, but I legitimately mean this. And it's a moment when, um, without spoiling it, in case you haven't seen the movie, um, I'll just say Steve Martin takes his fingers off of a steering wheel. And it's a reaction shot that is the easily the funniest reaction <laughs> I've ever seen like a straight man character give. And <clears throat> that's why I think a lot of people, um, they really simplify the idea of a straight man in a, in a pairing where the straight man character just has to be like the boring one or the serious one who sits there and watches. Um, and I think there there is a lot of heavy lifting for a funny straight man character. Um, I, I think you can see bad examples in movies like um, 
cop out with Bruce Willis and uh, Tracy Morgan, where Tracy Morgan's the goofy character and Bruce Willis just kind of sits there and he like smirks the whole time. And there isn't that connection. Um, you don't really believe Bruce Willis is reacting to, to anything. <laughs> it's, it's like he thinks that he, if he, it, like he's just kind of sitting there and frowning and that counts as a reaction. <laughs> but C. Martin makes a lot of choices in the movie and they're great ones. Um, and uh, John Candy is just wonderful. He's incredibly annoying and you completely understand why Steve Martin would act the way he does. But at the same time, you're like, well, Steve Martin, you're kind of a dick too. And maybe you deserve this. <laughs> like you deserve this, the Del Griffith treatment kind of. And, John Candy, on the other hand, is um, annoying, but he's also really endearing, and he has like a very sad, um, uh, heartfelt story and arc uh, himself um, that makes him a compelling character and a character that you still want to spend time with. Um, there are a ton of great like cameos by. Um, little like uh character actors in this movie michael mckean is in it uh dylan baker the great underrated dylan baker who i'm pretty sure i've mentioned before on this podcast um he's in it uh, a bunch of actors from ferris bueller's day off show up ferris's dad is in it edie mcclurg who played grace in ferris bueller's day off is in it and she's amazing she has one of the best scenes in the movie when um she she's talking to Steve Martin and it is this cathartic eruption that uh is so satisfying and uh just is one of the best scenes of that kind ever in a movie. Um oh yeah and and a, a guy named Kevin Bacon is in it. I just thought I'd mention that that Kevin Bacon is in this movie. If if that's not enough for you to see this movie, then you don't deserve it cuz Kevin Bacon is in it. I, I turned on this movie with the intention of multitasking, and I just sat there and watched the entire thing because there was never like a dull moment where I wanted to stop. And um, you just sit down and you're in for this ride with these characters. And then it, when it turns heartfelt, it doesn't feel cheap or unearned. Um, it's legitimately touching. I, I, I get like a twinkle in my eye every time I watch this movie, legitimately. Um, so... If you haven't seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, you definitely uh, need to see it as soon as you can. It's uh, it's a wonderful movie. It's incredibly funny. Um, so many great gags. So many um, just amazing lines. Maybe one day I'll do a longer episode on this with somebody because I could go on and on about the things I love about this. But uh, this Thanksgiving, I just wanted to get out a mini, mini episode um, so people... Um, who maybe haven't seen this could uh, hear the recommendation and uh, gather around with their family and watch this uh, really amazing classic. Um, so anyway, thanks for listening to another one of these. I know it's a little strange. It's just me like blabbering on for 10 minutes just to, to nobody. It's just uh, There's no one to control me. I don't know how many times they say um either. I'm pretty sure I have a lot of stall noises that I just do. Um, so I... <coughs> I apologize for those two and for the gratuitous coughing. I'll try to cut out as much as I can. Um, that being said, I hope everyone has a very happy Thanksgiving. Um, I've got some episodes I'm recording next week, and so we'll be 
back on track all the way through the holiday season. So um, until then, I have been Johnny Mac. Johnny. Jeez. Okay. You know what? I'm not even going to try on that one. No, let's just. I think I think I screwed it up. Do, do I do a take two or do I just leave? I'll just leave it like this. Yeah. Yeah, go uh, go like us on, on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow me, too, if you want. Uh, yeah, that's all. Bye-bye.